Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. We are just about 15 minutes away from announcing another name in our My Talk app $10,000 pick your prize sweepstakes. What you got to do is get the app. If you have the app, that's good. You just got to register. You can register every day for a chance to win. And then when you hear your name at 520, you don't even need to do anything. You don't need to be caller seven or anything. Just just say, hey, I'm a winner. You don't even need to say that. Winner, just winner, wait for dinner. us to call you and say, you are in the drawing to win the prize of your choosing and, and a prize worth $10,000. There's an ATV in there. There's a trip to Disney World in there. There's a Rosedale shopping spree in there. Mm. There's a diamond earrings in there. Nice. You can check them all out at mytalk1071.com. You know where to find it. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Rocco. Okay. Um, okay. So, you know, we've been kind of obsessed with the um, uh, the Lady Gaga filming the movie in oh, Italy, Gucci. which we didn't even know she was filming that until her dogs got nabbed. Exactly. Gee, I hope. And it's- yeah. And then her dog walker got shot and it was just like a whole thing. It was our first time ever a celebrity dog napping. This is true. Um, th- that had gone on. Dogs then, are the new people. But then we find out it's like possibly they think a gang initiation and that that random lady who found the dogs tied up might get a half a million dollars after taxes. Oh, she does. Yeah. Anyway. So we found out that she is filming this Ridley Scott directed movie and he his last movie that he did in a real life vein was um, the the Getty. Yeah, with the, Kevin Spacey was replaced. All the money in the world. Which, if you haven't seen that movie, it's a great movie. So good. That is a great movie. And it's about uh, J. Paul Getty mm-hmm. and how he um, deals with his grandson getting kidnapped in Rome in the seventies, and uh, with the, the ransom and the him. ear, mm-hmm. kid, yeah, all of that, and how so good. It's, it's really a fascinating it really um, is. story. So. Ridley Scott has big success. So this other story that he optioned is basically the story of um, the Black Widow spider of the uh, Gucci uh, heiress to plot the murder of her um, husband. Actually, she was married into the Gucci family. family. Mm -hmm. He likes twisted tales, doesn't he? Like the talented Mr. Ridley, and I'm thinking of some of his other twisted tales. Right. I mean, he's just such a good director. Anything twisted. Because he's done TV. I mean, he's just, if I see Ridley Scott, I'm like, I'd want to see that. I I would too. Do you feel that way, Rocco? Yeah, I like Ridley Scott. Yeah, I mean, he's just got such a rich, you know. So, anyway, so Jared Leto, we've seen him. Holly posted this today for us. 
He, of course, the only reason, you know, he did get nominated for the Denzel Washington, the small things, I think it was called. And he wore some prosthetics in that. And um, he plays this creepy guy. Well, he is now playing. So he's 49. He is playing Paolo Gucci, who would have been Mauricio Gucci's father. Yes. And he, he looks completely different. Well, it's unbelievable what he looks like. I mean, he doesn't look like it's. I love it. I, yeah, he's complete. He's got bald. He's uh, chubby. Heavy. Yep. He's got the aging prosthetics. So this is all posted at the Lori and oh, Julia yeah. show page. Holly posted it. It it is. It's surprising because it so doesn't look like and him. And Paolo Gucci, I don't know if he's the founder of the Gucci house or right. if he took it from his grandfather. I think he might be playing. The founder of Gucci, and they're filming it in Milan. I'm very excited to learn the story of the Gucci family. Yes. I'm really excited about this one. So I think that Lady Gaga's publicists in the studio, they're like, well, let's just keep feeding feeding the photos out there. And it seems like, you know, it could be good for the movie. Yeah. Whenever we do see it. It's one of these movies we're going to talk about for a long time before we see it. Right. And it doesn't start Johnny Depp. So no, we're it both doesn't. gonna be interested gonna in be it. Good. So <laughs> now a movie I know we did Which we have not talked about lately. Because There's he nothing. has been laying low and oh, I goodness. hope he's fired that terrible attorney of his. Yes, me too. That guy who gave him such bad advice. Now another movie I know that n- none of us saw. Okay. And it came out, it was filmed during the pandemic last summer. It's with Zendaya and uh John David Washington. It Didn't was called it. Malcolm and Marie. Yep. It it only came out a couple months ago, I feel like. But we were in time. It got such bad ratings. Time has been time soup. I can't remember when anything has come out for some of this stuff, but it was filmed in June and July and, you know, came out this fall, I believe. And no one wanted to see it. No one wanted to see it. It didn't have good reviews, but for whatever reason, they are on the cover of W Magazine in the most stylish beautiful photo spread uh, that I have seen since they did the Angelina and Brad. Um, I mean, Rocco, did you check out these photos? Uh, They both are so blessed genetically. (laughs) This is so true. And she can wear anything. She's she's a hanger. I don't know Mm -hmm. when Euphoria is coming back. You know, that show has been over, over a year now. You know, so some of these regular shows that we would see on, on uh, you're not going to see them come out in their usual time frames. They did that one special Christmas one or something, a Euphoria yes, episode yes, yes, that yes. they went and filmed. But anyway, if you want to just see, um, it's, it's really in, gorgeous. It's inspired by Slim Aaron's iconic photo of CZ uh, guests from the 50s to just personify people who are wealthy they are gorgeous, and they wanted to replace the conventional idea of white society in Aaron's picture with the more modern co- concept of a black couple who live in a similarly grand house. And it's just... <gasps> it's delicious. But really, oh. the most important thing that's posted today on the Lori and Julia show page at mytalk1071.com is, is Harry? Harry's grammar... Grammy. Gl- Grammy. And grammar, glamour... Mm-hmm. He's so beautiful. Julia, ask me anything. Guess what I happened to bring in here today? (laughs) 
all the map to Harry Styles. Oh, the tattoos. tattoos. Oh, good. Okay, because we saw the the thing on his stomach. What one is that? The butterfly or the spanning? Um, what is that right here on his chest? No, it's on it like right above his belly button. I mean, the I'll, eagle. Is oh, it the eagle? Yes, it's amazing. I'll never forget the first time I met someone who had a belly button as something tattooed around their belly button. It was I thought, the All My Children guy, the actor. Oh, yeah, it was him. It's and he lifted here. up his shirt Colin for your birthday. Egglesfield. He lifted up his shirt for uh-huh. your birthday. He did. This was back when we blatantly objectified Fried men. men. <laughs> and and, we're, and we've grown this. up so much since then. And then we started having PR companies say, tell the ladies not to ask them to take off their, their shirts. shirts. But you were always very, very good at it. It was, I, well, I couldn't help myself. He, I mean, that tattoo around a belly button on mm-hmm. a man is hot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and like, I wondered, like, when I saw him and Taylor talking. Harry Styles and some of the F photos, we saw them talking. Talking. Because they, had their, they were formerly. They dated. Dated. And she was with him when he got his ink of his pirate ship in 2012. Was it 2012? Boy, that seems so long ago. Yeah. So long ago, Lori. Yeah, and to Harry reminded people he got a pirate ship because when he was in One Direction and they were traveling all the time, he always felt like a pirate when he got home, and that's the significance of the pirate ship. Why would he feel like a pirate? Because pirates are always glad to get home. Oh, is that their deal? Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. Have you seen Pirates of the Caribbean or anything? Well, I never thought a pirate is always happy to get home. I don't know that I ever knew that. Did you know that, Rocco? A pirate is always happy to get home. She's making this up. She's so making it up. I am not. This is what Harry said. This is Harry talking. It's a reminder. I'm looking at pirate facts. I never think of a pirate. A pirate, pirate, they might be on the sea. Yes, they have. I always feel like pirates live on the sea forever. No, they have. And the beauty of a pirate is any port can be home ah, oh well there well, you okay. yeah, they're always happy when they're in port yes because there's a, a warm bed a and a warm a lover lady, exactly. a warm lover i'm not gonna oh, judge for crying out you know loud. that's what he means so no taylor didn't bring up the pirate ship and um they can take that peg leg off and just relax exactly <laughs> You know? I think that'd be uncomfortable. And, you know, he loves a nautical theme because he's got an anchor on his left wrist, which was a cover-up of his angsty 17-year-old tattoo he did said that was a script that said, I can't change, which is such a, like a 17-year-old oh, yeah. thing to say. And then he was 22 and realized, what a BS, stupid thing. And then he put a, tat- he put a nice big anchor Again, you know, because he's like he likes the nautical, obviously. Obviously, uh, he's got the naked obviously. mermaid. Let me remind you of that, Julia. Um, mm-hmm. He's got a naked mermaid, and when he was asked about that in 2014, Harry simply said, "I am a mermaid." <laughs> okay, tell us the significance, um, Lori, of why you have a mermaid tattoo. I am a mermaid. That's a good answer. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he's and just, there's nowhere for anyone to go with. And that. don't forget about and it. You just what's don't it, forget the about it, the tiger. Like, what tiger he said. is like we can't forget <laughs> on on his thigh, the front of his thigh. And when he was asked oh, about its meeting, so what did he say? No, he just roar. growled, tiger roar. He okay. roared Honestly, in a British accent. He's making all this up. Rachel. I am not. 
I have you a say s- goddess to Pete. I did say goddess to Pete. <laughs> I, I like that. So we're learning a lot of stuff. That's a good one. Goddess to Pete. That is a new one. It's a modern one. I don't usually do those. Those are Julia's. But uh, I like it. I'm letting you uh, have you, that one. You got me spinning to defend Harry when I. I am a. Why, what significance of having a mermaid? I am a mermaid. What's the significance of a pirate? Because every port is home. That will win. You, a pirate is always happy to get home. But you're also happy to be a pirate. You're very funny, Lori. <laughs> All right, we got to go. It's time for someone to tell us something that makes sense, and that'll be Holly with the Dirt Alert. We'll and right back. we're going to announce oh. that winner. Oh, in let's about, do it. Uh, three minutes. Here it okay. goes. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert. Hey, Holly. Hi, Holly. Good afternoon. Welcome to Tuesday's Dirt Alert, and uh, it's going to be living up to its name this afternoon. We're going to be talking about the talk. Oh, good. And what's going on over at the talk. According to a new report from uh, freelance journalist Yashar Ali, talking to Leah Remini, who's going on the record talking about her experience on the CBS daytime talk show. Now, before we get into that, a statement to The Hollywood Reporter says that the talk is going on extended hiatus. The show is going to be returning March 23rd. This is how long they're finding people are coming forward and telling their stories about how awful Sharon's been. Yeah. They need more than two days to investigate this mess. That's right. CBS is investigating what the heck is going on behind the scenes at the talk. And we're getting some insight into that today. Uh, Leah Remini talking to Yashara Lee about her experiences on the set of the talk. And a lot of those things we cannot say on the air. Mm. Because what basically the gist of what Leah Remini is telling Yashara Lee is that Sharon Osbourne used slurs to everybody. Everybody mm. on the set of the talk was subject to slurs based on their identity, including Julie Chen, Sarah Gilbert, Leah Remini, and Holly Robinson-Pete. Wow. So It doesn't surprise me at all. It doesn't Yeah, so uh, this was during... So this is what Leah Remini is saying in this new report. So during the first season of the talk... Uh, Leah Remini says that Sharon Osbourne lashed out at her then co-host because she was angry that Julie Chen was reportedly trying to take center stage at the talk and Sarah Gilbert, who was an executive producer on the show, was doing nothing about it. So then Sharon Osbourne says, I mean, who the bleep does bleep think she is? Again, not saying these things on the air, uh, but Osbourne allegedly added uh, you know, I can't even, like, it's just going to be bleep after bleep after yeah, bleep. Yeah, I know. What Sharon Osbourne said. So kind of like her early 2000s reality show. We can't say any of the things that she mm-hmm. said on the air. But she targeted everybody. You know, again, all... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well... 
That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. All of her co-hosts were the subject of slurs based on their identity from Sharon Osbourne. And allegedly, Leah Remini says that Sharon Osbourne told Leah Remini at a lunch about how she had appeared with Holly Robinson Pete on The Celebrity Apprentice 3, and that Sharon Osbourne allegedly said, quote, Holly wasn't a good person not to trust her and that uh, she should not be cast on the talk. And and Leah Remini in her book talked about... Yeah. Uh, Sharon Osbourne and was the key reason that that she and Holly Robinson Pete it was Sharon was like it's me or them mm-hmm. and for whatever reason because Sharon I think has long been able to get away with stuff in her posh accent right. that is really vile that people have given her a pass on and she always gets to talk first she didn't like Marie Osmond because Marie Osmond knew more famous people and she so it was her. Or Marie, and three years ago, Sharon was telling the world on the talk that Megan didn't look black on the talk, and that she should be able to fit in okay with the British royal family. That was three years ago. She said that, and people are like, "Oh yeah, no one wasn't even talked about it." It's ah, oh, she's the worst. So yeah, what her publicist is saying that quote. In a, this is a statement to page six. Sharon Osbourne's publicist saying the only thing worse than a disgruntled former employee is a disgruntled former talk show host of Leah Remini talking to Yashar. Oh, oh yeah. Of course oh, she would say that. Okay. Oh, and, yeah. worse. And, oh, it, she's so and it's bad. never a good look when a white person is trying to define racism while being accused of racism. It's a conflict of interest. Yeah. We all <laughs> saw what happened on the talk last week. We saw that conversation play out between Sharon. Sharon Osborne and Cheryl Underwood in real time. We saw it. It's it's on tape. And you know, E's nightly pop last night. You know, I, they it was really good. The reels Lonnie Love was on, and she mm-hmm. immediately focused on Cheryl Underwood and said, "My friend did not deserve to be talked to like that by right. by uh, Sharon Osborne." She said, "It is hard enough to be a black woman and host a show, and all everyday racism and all this stuff comes up when half the time we're pretending it's not happening." And she just said it was very triggering to watch right. and and it was i mean yeah. sharon was tr- crying her little crocodile tears and i'm glad the other co-host elaine went to hr yep. immediately and just said this is bs this is a hostile work environment with this woman yeah you know based off of the publicist statement for sharon osborne would be really shocked if she remained on the no, talk after this right no because uh, the publicist goes on to say quote she, Sharon Osborne, will survive this, as she always has, and her heart will remain open mm-hmm. and good, because she refuses to let others take her down. She thanks her family, friends, fans for standing by her and knowing her true nature. So the publicist for Sharon yeah. Osborne is framing this as a takedown well, of Sharon Osborne. I'll, I'll frame it this way, as anyone who can watch it... Uh, she wanted to defend Pierce Morgan, who's been completely racist and misogynistic ever since Meghan Markle became a duchess and didn't call him back. And when she defended him and Cheryl Underwood pointed it out, I mean, then she does this indignant gaslighting of a black woman while she's doing it. And she made such a big deal out of being called a racist. It was a bigger deal of being called a racist than understanding how her actions were racist 
in the first place. Mm, yeah. No. She, she just couldn't. She didn't get it. It was so stupid of her. Yeah. Now, Ashara Lee also claims in this story that he spoke to nearly a dozen people and that multiple sources Mm. allege that Sharon Osbourne was known for using racist language and Mm. bullying on the set of the talk. Yeah. So I think that perhaps there will be more reporting on this story and the likelihood of Sharon Osbourne remaining on the talk. It it just I don't think the show could probably move forward with her still being there. Well, and apparently she was saying, I'm going to get my lawyers and I'm going to read in my contract. But uh, the contract will be biased towards I mean, Les Moonves had to resign of the president of CBS. And so did Julie Chen. Because they had played multiple sexual harassment lawsuits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sharon is not going to be protected here. I mean, if she could have just accepted and understood and heard instead of demanding that a black woman explain racism to her and how it was racist, it, that it was so, it was just so like, wow. But maybe this is the best thing possible. Yeah, it, it, you could, know, it could very a blessing well be. in disguise. Yeah, you know, it seems like the talk has had its fair share of drama over the years. And and it has been a, an incredibly dull show in the sense that, um, I don't know, they've just had a change of, you know, Eve left. It's just they've had a lot yeah. of, and Marie left, yeah. and Sharon didn't like Eve, apparently. Yeah. And, so I, and I suppose, you know, drama being the context of, you know, you guys were talking about the fact that Marie Osmond left the talk after just a season. One. You know, one season, and, you know, Eve has left, and, and a series of people have come and gone, which is not out of the ordinary for these kind of talk, mm. uh, daytime panel shows. But it's a you good gig. It's though. a yes. good gig. Chemistry. And the ladies on The View fight every damn day and they're they're back (laughs) the next day without any investigations that is true yeah that is very very true so the drama at the talk continues and uh, they haven't had this kind of publicity they're probably sorry it's all reruns well, I yeah. know. I mean, I think uh, I think one of the questions has, oh, the talk is what still is, on? What, what yeah, is that I know, on CBS? I know. So there it is. All right, All that's right. it today. Thank you, Thanks, Holly. Holly. You're welcome. Duh. This Duh. is the study Duh. of Duh, Duh. with noted Duh. academic Duh. journal Duh. skimmer, Lori. Everybody knows. Uh, yeah, everyone knows that, everyone knows. though. Did everyone know last week we did the, you know, the, the, the skippy, or, you know, creamy or chunky peanut butter? Says something about you? No, here's what a, is it? Well, here's the study of duh. What kind of coffee you drink defines quite a bit about your personality. Okay, okay. give All us right. an idea. First, you want to know what kind of coffee we drink? I know what kind of coffee you drink. Hot coffee is oh. your favorite drink. Oh, okay. Rocco, um, I could see him being a frozen coffee <laughs> or an iced coffee guy okay. more than... Okay, so we're talking about... Your preference, your preference, okay. so how you taste your coffee. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So they did a they did a study of two thousand coffee drinking Americans. Okay. Comparing the lifestyles of hot coffee drinkers and cold coffee drinkers. Okay. And researchers found that on average, people prefer cold brew coffee and iced coffee. Also, like it sunny and hot. They also will binge watch science fiction, and they are more likely to be Gen Z. The cold brewers. The cold brewers. Yeah. The I hot coffee drinkers right, are, older. are more likely to be extroverts. Oh, really? Prefer overcast versus sunny and hot. That's not true. Enjoy comedy shows. Okay. 
And they might be a baby boomer. In fact, 96% of people over the age of 56 prefer the hot mug. I, I totally believe that. This is just a study I totally, totally but believe that. Do you guys that. drink iced coffee when it's not summer? Because kind of, I'm kind of one of those, oh, it's October, I'm no longer drinking I barely drink coffee. it in the summer. I, I'm not a... I, I don't I'm a, drink iced coffee at all. It's not our thing. I every yeah. if I'm like on a diet diet and I think I want something good like a blend of coffee. I don't understand iced coffee. Well, we okay, used to drink it. You'll drink a, bl- a blend. Yeah, you know what we used to love at the State Fair at French Meadow? Their iced coffee. The only time of the year I would drink it because it would be hot and it was, and it was refreshing sweet. and it had caffeine. And it had caffeine. And it sugar. gave us power for the afternoon. the best iced coffee at yeah, French Meadow. That was it. Yeah. No, we're not. Yeah. We don't do that. Then they found, then they break it down and then they, they're like fire and earth signs like hot coffee more than the uh, water and air signs, which are more drawn. They just divided blah, up blah, the blah. 2,000 people. But, um, Anyway, I do like these studies where they can, um, you know, make a little um, generational difference. Yes. Okay. Didn't even like think about that, and then then they got into the almond, oat, soy, hemp, you <laughs> creamers. know, creamers. I know that's that's. <sighs> I'm you know, telling you, this though. take place in L.A. or something? <laughs> yeah. This doesn't sound like a study that took place up here. In well, Minnesota? Well, think of it. I, I have to admit, because, like, there's a lot of coffee we were, choices. We were all trying to do the whole 30. We were all, and I was on the whole I, 19. Not, not we. Who's not we? Not you. Me and my girlfriends. Okay. My other ones the Woodbury Mommies. Not the, even them, but okay. whatever. And okay. so they were way into it, and they were just desperately trying to find a half-and-half half style creamer, because... You like the sweet creams. I like Coffee Maid right now. They have cinnamon, vanilla, Ugh. and a coconut cream, which is either one of them are just delicious in hmm. coffee. I quit those, and I've just gone to pure half and half. Yeah. Because I just like the richness. But when we were on the street, so you were trying the rice, the coconut milk, the oat milk, the wheat milk, the whey milk, the donkey good. milk, whatever, anything. None of them. Trying to get something that yeah. tastes like half and half. It's yeah. very hard. Yeah. Did you guys see? I saw a commercial for coffee flavored coffee mate. Okay, that's hysterical. And it basically that's just sort hysterical. of yeah. takes the edge off your coffee but doesn't give it a How lot weird. of milkiness. It's, I'm I, suspicious. I had to Google it too. I'm like, what, what? the heck are they But maybe it here? makes it kind of taste more like an espresso cup of coffee. It really gives it a strong but coffee But they're saying taste. it's taking it away. It's trying to l- lighten the line. They're, they're lying. Okay, they're li- Rocco. <laughs> okay. They're that lying. was done. Where was that done? Yeah, that, that said they're lying. Because if you're making a coffee taste even more like coffee, it's espresso. Don't well, you think? Well, sure. Not like I remember the Is first Casey time going, still, going oh, to Europe, uh, Europe and, and doing, getting yeah, an espresso. Cups. And out comes this tiny little... Cup. It's it a looks doll like cup. Mud and it grounds and I'm like, what the hell is this? And then, then the waiter came. Oh, café au lait, you know. And then I was like, oh yes, oh, give me the foam. Bring give me on the, foam, the foam, and it's and it's creamy. It's yeah. like beige. I yeah, hate. Cafe, well, I don't like like a like a caramel colored coffee. I I need it to Lori be. needs it to be white. Whiter or I'd mm-hmm. something, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that to me that's a dust study. Okay? okay, fine. Now here's another study. Okay, for you, but I think that this is. Um, uh, I think it will really be a duh. 
Because here's... <laughs> Let's give it to us. Here's what it is. This is a, a new study. 2,000 American parents of school-aged children. 81% of them are worried about the lasting impact the pandemic may have had on their child's social development. Duh. That is the number one yeah. worry. That well, seems Rocco, like a dub, but well, is that you've got kids that age? It's yeah. true, and you know, a lot of times he plays Minecraft, uh, you know, with his buddies, and he FaceTimes his buddies, and you know, instead of us getting mad that he's like spending so much time playing video games, we're just like, you know what, this is his social time. We need to let him have this because. If it, if it weren't for that, he wouldn't have any. Right. That's right. right. You've had to give in to things that you never thought you would before. Yeah. Um, yeah the top social skills that the parents believe is that um, they're worried when things get back. The ability to make new friends in social settings. They're a little bit worried about that, depending well, on what the age of the right, kid is. Right. 40% of parents. And then um, 30% of parents are worried about... Their kids missed a key year, whatever that year is when kids learn conflict resolution. Oh, I thought that was like ongoing. Yes. So people are worried about that. And also sharing. Oh, yeah. Because you've been you've had everything on your own. Yep. The sharing. Yep. They're worried about sharing. And um, so that's that's it. Even as much as people might be worried about academic, it's the social skills. And I right. thought, well, that is I not going to surprise would, I one parent. I think it would parent. be a common, c- common about both. both. I'd be worried about both. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. At least that's what people I know. Right. I mean, is Rocco excelling? Is he back yeah. in school yet? Uh, his school did start back in person this week, but we chose to uh, keep him home because my wife is still at home. She's, so she's like, let's just wait this out. Okay. Yeah, I know a lot of people that have like elementary school, mm-hmm. yeah, like littler ones, but... How about this, Rocco? Do you think you asked your kid to put down a device at least seven times a week? <laughs> yeah. Oh, a day. A day. A day. Yes. Yeah. That's just the way it's And most be. people right. are limiting their kids to an average of four hours a day on a screen. I mean, we are living in the age of screens right yeah, now. Yeah, I know. It. Yep. These kids were born into it. Right. They're the alpha yeah. generation. Oh, That's what they call oh, it. Oh, I would have gone crazy. Crazy. Okay, here's another one. Let's okay. do one more parent thing. So this was a... A study of 2,000 American parents um, who they had to compare the difference between the phases of their lives and and sleeping. Okay. And this, it's kind of funny. Uh, Two out of three people who've become parents haven't had a good night's sleep since they were teenagers. Oh, I know. I read that. I did hear this. That is just nutty, though, isn't it? Well... The period when people remembered needing sleep the most was their college years. Mm-hmm. I don't remember that really. Yeah, <laughs> I felt like it was when I had small children. It was when I was dying to sleep. New parents. Yeah. New parents. You couldn't oh, sleep. those first three months. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just dying. Yeah. Yep, yep. And most people said they're... Um, the coming of age period from high school to when you start your family is um, really... That's when they're... We're getting their best sleep. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so I feel like that's that's kind of a duh. You I know, would agree. You could just like in high school, if you didn't have to have a job or be at work, you could literally like sleep until one or two. I could never do that. That was really that was really hard. I was always jealous. Of, like I had a brother that could sleep till like noon, and I'm like, how do you do that? I'd be up at eight. Oh. I mean, my body just never worked like that. Yeah. 
Now I feel like if I had a good book, I just mm-hmm. take that. Okay, and then just so everybody knows, since we were like, you know, having the one year since the lockdown, but now we have the tunnel, we have the vaccine. Yes, absolutely. We, um, all all that we'd saved as far as traffic, commuting, all we saved this I, year. This- Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious lolly Focus Pops or lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Shocked me. This is really a bad... I thought it was shocking, Lori. Three days. That's it. That's all we saved. Mm-hmm. Three days. Who did? People, People who, who didn't no longer commute. had to sit in traffic and commute. That's all, that's all, all we saved. Say, yeah. Yep. And... You missed out on so much fun on the radio. That's right. That's true. Mm -hmm. That's why you got to get that app. Mm -hmm. I can't tell you how delighted I am to see traffic. That's down. Like last in 2020, people spent about 26 hours in traffic. In 2019, it was 99 hours. But, you know, sometimes some people enjoy their hours in the car. It's It's the time to be alone. It's right. Yeah. 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 Down. It's processing Mm -hmm. the day. It's hanging out with us, maybe. Yeah. yeah. So we didn't even save that much time. So, that shocked you know. me, Lori, and I thought, wow. Get out in the car. Get Commute back. to work. Commute to work. All right, listen, we'll be back. We have to get to a very notable Hollywood character actor who's passed away. Yes. Um, because I, everyone will know who this guy is. Okay. Thank you, Cher, for giving the world auto-tune. Oh, damn, I love Remember that Remember, Rocco, when you tried to help us do auto-tune? Oh, did I? For a top five at five. And yeah. I'm like, can't you just auto-tune Tune us and us? make right. us sound good? Yeah. That's I need that plug in. Next I, time know. I, I know, I we know we need it. Okay, so we uh, are remembering. We got the news uh, today that Yafet Koto, which you're like who? But he's an actor. If you Googled him, you would know his face. He's passed away at the age of 81. Um, he has not been acting in anything since 2008. His wife announced it on. Facebook that since he died. 2008? Not since oh, 2008. Wow. He hasn't been seen on the screen, but um, he was an alien. He was the villain in Live and Let Die. He played Mr. Big. He was also, I think, how a lot of people too might re- remember Homicide Life on the Streets. Yep. He was great in that, and he was on that show for the whole, you know, series run of it. But anyway, he. Uh, he passed away, and his wife said he died Filipino time, so they must be living in the Philippines. And he's got six kids, and this is his oh, third wife, and right. we don't know why. But he started, um, he made his stage debut at 19 in a Shakespeare uh, play. Yes, yes in that famous uh, alien scene where the alien pops out of the chest. Yes. Alert, he's, uh, he's sitting right next to the guy at, at the dinner table. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, he just... I never have seen Alien, but this guy, you ever... Ridley Scott. 
Did he direct Ridley, Ridley Scott he directed? Well, twisted, twisted. All yeah. right. Um, somebody on Twitter just the other day was saying, you know, Homicide Life on the Street is like the best show that's not streaming anywhere. Really? Uh, and Where? David Simon said, yeah, it's probably because they don't have the rights to the music and it's tied up in legal stuff. Where but. did that run though? It was, a, it was a was network. It, it was, was NBC, maybe? NBC. Okay. I watched that show. You did? I, I, I do uh, remember watching that show and kind of liking it because it was a good, gritty... Um, it was a good, gritty show. Right. You know? Yeah, NBC from, uh, like, I'm trying to... Like, 94 to 99 or something. I wasn't watching TV those years. You had little kids? I was being a mom. yeah. First baby was 95, but yeah. I was watching it if somebody taped it on a night that I was going out, but I do remember watching uh, that show. Yeah. And I feel like maybe it was not on a Thursday, Friday, or Saturday night uh-huh. is what I'm thinking. But anyway, Yafid Koto has passed away. Also, um, Holly posted Time Magazine. Um, Elliot Page yes. is on the cover of Time Magazine. And of course... Um, Elliot Page in December, uh, this is uh, his first interview since coming out as transgender. And in December, the Juno store star opened up about earlier struggles and just kind of everything. And I I just looking at the cover, I was just like, Elliot looks happy. Oh, very much, very much. And he said, you know, when he was around age nine, he's his parents finally let him. He grew up in Nova Scotia mm-hmm. and his parents finally let him cut his hair short like a boy. And he said, oh, I felt so, so good. But then he gets his first part in acting as a girl mm-hmm. and had to wear a wig. Yeah. You know, and just kind of less like it's really it's a, it's, it's a, a wonderful, it's a wonderful interview. story mm-hmm. about being being able to finally be who you are on the inside outside. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's a great story. So that be on the cover of time. That's, uh, that's that's a big darn deal. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. And then um I have a little Academy Awards news okay. for you. I broke the news that they would be using the train depot last week. Oh, and you've got more. And she's uh, got more. Break something. I'm breaking gonna... news. <laughs> okay. In okay. a letter emailed to the Academy's Nearly 10,000 members. Okay. Um, the president of the Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts, and Sciences confirmed that only presenters and nominees with a plus one will be in person for the telecast. There you go. So they're going to have so much room at that they train totally station. They totally are going to have room. I we're mean, there s- are a the lot stars. Yeah. in the sense that, I mean, they have a lot of categories. Absolutely. But that train station is, is absolutely and, gigantic. And if they can pull off something like as great as we saw for the Grammys, where you do get to see the stars in the fashions but and Julie, fun But Julie, I'm going to tell you right now, you will say what you always say. What it was it? too long. Well, Why did they show be. all those boring awards? Of course it's going to be. I'm just going to say fell asleep. I'm glad you said it in advance. I fell asleep, but I like the fat. You know, we Listen, all like I, a red carpet and everything. I don't have to like the whole thing. I like no. part of it. Yeah, no, it is it is too long. This has been... It, if the Academy Awards thinks that they're not going to lose viewership <laughs> after the Super Bowl has lost viewership... Golden Globes, the Grammys, mm-hmm. the, you know. It's the way it is. It's, it, yeah. it, it, it just, it's the time that we're in right now. Is anyone hosting it? This is what we need to know. We no, need we don't funny. know that. We need someone funny to capture our attention because uh, they tried the host list and we hated it. Julia, I wouldn't mind if it would be Keenan Thompson and Maya oh, Rudolph because I love there those. Is, 
hysterical Give it together. to the improv people. Right. They're so funny. Wouldn't that be fun? And they, I love and that they do it in character. As... Keenan hosted, didn't he host the Kids' Choice Awards this past weekend? Yes. He's so funny. He really is. And I love their bit that they did at the Golden oh. Globes. And he's a very much an underappreciated talent. Longest his, running I've watched SNL. His, um, his, his, new, his show. new show. I've watched a couple episodes. It's cute. Cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, they haven't told us that. I, you know, got a little. You, I know an Academy member. I'm waiting for the Hollywood Reporter. Lori and I are going to go to the opening of the Academy but, Museum next fall. We love the annual the Hollywood Reporter with the Oscar voters, the anonymous Oscar voters who say why they voted for. Because this is going to be an interesting year. You know, like we've seen some of these movies, yeah. some of them we haven't. I don't know. I mean, it be, it feels like weird because we haven't gone to see anything in a movie theater. Nope. Yeah. So it doesn't really feel like... It feels like all these movies get the asterisk. Oh, the pandemic. The, the pandemic. The pandemic Oscars. Asterisk. You know what I mean? It and does it ju- feel different. And it, it just does. is so weird because a couple of years ago, there was such a big fight that Netflix shouldn't be allowed with oh, Roma right. to be considered. Right. And now it's everything is... Con- yeah. Everything is streaming. I mean, look at... Oh. Oh, but well. I can't wait to watch a movie in a movie theater. I know. And get some popcorn. You get some popcorn. Some put some milk duds, milk duds in there. Oh, my gosh. You know. Yum, bring it on. I'm just, I'm ready for it. I'm, 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 I need to, I mean, aren't you sick of just watching it from your chair? Yep. We're close, <laughs> We're right? close. We're clo- Although, we are close, Racco. We're getting closer we every right. day. Everyone have a great night. We'll be back tomorrow. Thanks for hanging out with us. Job done, off you go.